0: Hello, oh, and welcome to Sutra's Side Talk, episode 81. I'm your host, Cameron Shustar, and with me is... James Selig. Today is Sunday, January 10th, and we're recording a little bit after 2.45pm in the afternoon. I guess p.m. is the afternoon, it doesn't really matter that I said that. Off to a great start, James. Uh, of course, this is Sutra's Side Talk. This is a show where we talk about uh, games and movie and TV news, usually specific topics. And we also, if we get a chance, we'll talk about what we've been playing and what we've been watching and James how is this, uh I know this week has been interesting uh, Yes, yeah, I guess sure. the right word for it uh but I think everyone already by now knows what that would be so there's not really much point in talking about it
1: yeah it just like I woke up that Wednesday and turned on the news I was like gonna watch the vote count just to see what was happening and oh boy that was some crazy news. That was a yep. weird day. But yeah, we don't yeah. we don't need to get too into it. I don't know. It's just it's been a weird kind of depressing week.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you really needed to know our stances, I think it would be very easy to say, uh, yes, there was basically a bunch of domestic terrorists slash rioters attacking the capital. Basically, uh, that's that's about it. I don't really know what else there is to say. That's that's really easy it's, stance to take
1: it's one of those things where like I I hoped and I never really thought that I would see something like that in this country in my lifetime but and it's like for not- all the
0: reasons you'd ever see someone storming a government building it is by far the worst reason you could ever possibly think it's like uh, yeah, I know, it was really right? I was hoping for something a little bit more justice righteousy, you know civil rights maybe but now no, this is a or like ow, even, even environmental, but no, it was this. So I was like, for fuck's like, oh my god, it's yeah. Anyway, anyway, all right, yeah. That's that's all I'll we'll say about it. But uh James, otherwise, how are you this week?
1: Other than that, I'm doing pretty good. I got a new PlayStation headset. So that's I don't know. I like it. It's that uh the Pulse 3D headset. It's, oh nice. It's nice, but you know, I started playing um Iron Banner this week and I was like, oh man. I really ho- wonder if that like 3D audio. I don't even know if Destiny has 3D audio, but like you know, if this headset You're hoping your ears would pop. I was like hoping that I could hear people walking up behind me and stuff, but I guess footsteps just aren't a sound effect in Destiny other than your own cuz I I can't tell you how many times I would just get shotgun from uh, by people point blank cuz they walked up behind me and I just couldn't hear them coming.
0: You know what's a great, honestly, you know what is a really great multiplayer game that gives you amazing audio where you can kind of like track footsteps and you're just like, oh my God, where are, like, you could kind of tell which direction they're coming from. Apex? Call of Duty.
1: Uh, yeah, Call of Duty was my Call second, of yes. Duty
0: is, no matter what, their audio is always so freaking top notch. I was actually playing Modern Warfare again uh last night and oh, holy
1: because yeah. sometimes i forgot i I'm own playing, that you gave that to me i should <laughs> install that probably
0: play that yeah if you if you uh what was i honey do you man threw me off sorry <laughs> i was what was i gonna say uh um, the audio
1: is super great
0: no yeah i was it was um oh, no. it's gone i'm it's sorry gone. <laughs> whatever it was it's gone now, i think <laughs> anyway but uh yeah, it's just, they, they do great 3D audio where you really can tell where the footsteps are coming from from enemies when you're fighting, and you can kind of turn to the right direction when you... Uh, but, oh, now I remember. Okay, I usually play, because even though I'm an I'm a sound guy, like, I, I usually am big into sound. Ironically, because I multitask a lot too, though, I'll always be listening to, like, if it's not something story-driven too much, and I've played the game a shit ton, so I've gotten, like, my full experience of it, uh, I'll normally play without headphones and really just like put on a podcast just to knock some of those out and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, last night though, I was like, you know, I really want to enjoy the multiplayer. So I put on my headphones and I was like able to tell where everyone was coming from and just get in there and get my kills. So it was a good time, but all right. Uh, from from that, anything else going on with you?
1: No, I'm just going to probably gripe a lot about Destiny Iron Banner being all stasis powers if I go too long. I hate it. Gotcha. Uh,
0: (laughs) As for me, I've been very slow this week in terms of repopulating my room. Uh, I'm at the point like, dude, I I went through all my posters. I threw out like eight to ten of them like garbage. And I'm like going to be giving some away. I'm going to be selling some. But there's a good amount. And I'd say altogether, I'm probably getting rid of around 20 to 25. uh, Just like throwing away, giving away, and selling. And I looked and that's like, there's still a fat stack. And I'm like, holy shit, I really have like t-shirts. The posters are just, there's so many, dude. It's insane how many I got. But at least um, the ones I'm going to be putting up here in my room, uh, I'm going to be getting frames for. And I'll figure out how many I can put up and where they're going to go. And when eventually I move sometime this year, hopefully, uh, depending on how everything is going to be going with the country, yeah. but uh, like, I'll, I'll have another set. So I think the ones that I'm like not as attached to, but I really, really, really like and I don't want to get rid of, I'll probably put up here. And then the ones that are more going to be like, oh, these are the more newer ones I've spent money on, I'll probably take with me. So I'm trying to figure that out currently. Otherwise, I'm right now going, I'm on the phase of finally I'm going through my books, and then it's going to be like the graphic novels and the comics, which... That's like the heaviest thing, because there's so many, and there's stacks, and I have to go through them individually, so that's it's a fun thing. But uh, otherwise, guys, we're back to a normal, pretty much normal week, honestly, uh, in terms of how we're doing things. Uh, uh, For the most part, December was when we did all our specials. We did Destiny 2, we did Mandalorian, we did Ghost of Tsushima, so we knocked all those out. We also are maintaining the only thing that's really like a special now. Uh, We're maintaining our backlog episodes, so those will be where we really go. We double down and just do purely what we've been watching and playing, because I've counted up, James, and I have nine games and 59 movies slash TV shows to talk about, so altogether I have a list of 68, I believe I said, Uh, I think that was, or no, 58, sorry, it was 49 games, no, nine games, 49 movies, TV shows, so altogether 58, that's what it was, yeah. So I have a pretty fat list of stuff, uh, and we'll do that once a month, but also just kind of giving you all an update on everything else, Uh, Podbean, we're officially there now. I actually haven't had time to go and check and see what SoundCloud looks like for us now that we're not using them as an RSS feed, so I'm not like paying the money to uh, utilize them. So I'll I'll have to check that out soon enough. But I've been trying to get us on more networks through Podbean, which of course we're now on the Podbean network. Uh, I've got us on Amazon Music now and we're getting on more. There's some others we're on too. Uh, I'd have to double check right now, but I currently don't have the list of them, but we're on at least, I want to say, three or four more platforms now. And it's going to be growing. Actually, I think through Apple Podcasts specifically because... There's like certain, uh, I guess, mobile apps. There is an additional four. So we're we're gaining a good amount of platforms. The only thing is also, I'm having issues uh, transferring RSS feeds. So Mm -hmm. I was able to do the SoundCloud uh, Podbean easy. That wasn't any trouble. There was at one point though, they weren't allowing me to upload any new uh, episodes besides the ones I imported from that already existed. And so, I had to, like, contact customer service and be like, hey, you know, I just, like, switched. Can I get more uh, of a data cap? Because in terms of, like, or I guess upload cap. And they gave it to me. So, I was able to put out, like, yeah, our nice. Mandalorian episode. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't put on the Mandalorian episode. Oh, my God. That was so good, Yeah. I watch it. I listen. Uh, <laughs> I was able to do that, though. And I went through. And the three I had to check was Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to make sure those transitioned okay and actually Podbean had full uh, instructions on how to do it and it was like actually pretty easy for a couple. Spotify went easily, Apple Podcast went easily. Google Podcast uh, did not. It, it's There's some trouble and I tried going on like uh, the developer, like pretty much the distributor portion where I can look at like the analytics that don't exist there <laughs> and check it out and every single time I tried to search certain things it would literally give me like the 404 uh results so i'm having a little bit of trouble on google currently so i have to look through that one so we may not be on google uh podcast as of this time unfortunately but i'm hoping to actually last time i checked uh we do have the mandalorian at least so i don't know if it is working or if there's something else i need to do it might be okay i'm just honestly not too sure uh, but also like when I first jumped on it, it was Google play music when I joined and now they have Google podcasts. So it was like, Oh, oh you could switch from this to that. So I tried and then that's when like the keep the errors keep coming up. So weird. it's a whole thing. I don't know. It's really weird.
1: Man. Doesn't it suck when technology just doesn't work for some reason?
0: Yep. Otherwise, uh, that's at least for our distribution, uh, our other shows we recorded, I'm currently editing right now because it's actually It's probably the hardest show to edit is up to it, down to it, because I have uh, four people recording and one's on their phone and some people make certain mistakes that I have to keep uh, (laughs) literally going like a full on like film dialogue edit where I have to go in and delete like if you have two areas where someone's talking or two tracks, you only want one track to be going there. So you kind of delete that portion that's under theirs. So I'm going piece by piece through it. I want to say I'm halfway, I want to, I'm like three-fifths of the way done, but uh, that one will be out this coming week too, so there will actually be three releases this week, and you're going to be looking at more uh, episodes throughout weeks now, besides uh, just shoot your side talk on Mondays, or Mondays or Tuesdays, depending on how uh, fast I get things done, but uh, up to it, down to it, at least the newest episode will probably come out this Friday, I want to say, so that'll be coming out on the 15th and then we will have, I think, is it the 15th or is it the, yeah, it's the 15th, okay. Uh, We will also have our first pilot episode or pilot episode of Sutra Sidewatch where uh, El Paso Brandon from Apollo City Comics and I will be uh, starting our movie analysis uh, podcast series. Uh, that'll be every other week, and we're starting with Fight Club. That's coming out on the 13th. Mm. That's already recorded, too. That's going to be edited right after I finish up to it, down to it. Uh, actually, maybe I should edit this first, since ironically this will come out before that, so I'll figure that out. But we got those, and then the following week, we have probably just this episode, and then hopefully we will have our pilot for our new DC uh, podcast or dc extended universe podcast which james i figured out the title for it we're uh, calling it the cut of steel uh, as i was kind of uh, hoping
1: for uh into the Snyderverse." i knew Th- you're I gonna say into the, so snyder- funny.
0: into the Snyderverse is good but the cut of steel is more like it's just like a big old like yeah we're going that we're doubling down on like man of steel and the snyder cut
1: because there are a lot what oh I- that's what okay I see yeah, what you're going for, yeah
0: that's why i did it and ironically because I, I i asked like our fellow podcasters that we have a like, discord yeah. with that we cross over with a lot uh, and i asked a bunch of friends that pretty much the guys i do up to it down to it with along with like other friends from school and i was like giving them the list of names and uh one of them gave miles give my buddy miles gave the best explanation of just like yo all these people always hate on this shit and they always hate on us whenever we talk like because we like it they hate it that we like it what if we did the things they hate and put it as the title? And I was like, uh, dude, that's fucking, yes. All right. We're doing kind of steel. Fuck it. Yeah. The haters are going to hate. Let's go for it. Yeah. So we're sticking to that one. Uh, but that should hopefully that'll also probably do Friday releases if I can help it. And if we can, we'll have it out, uh, next Friday on the, uh, 22nd. If, if we can record it next weekend or yeah, the, the the following weekend after this one so we'll see what happens though james there's so many things are record got to record next weekend there's basically like potentially three to four shows i'm like oh god it's gonna be fun but oh, yeah that's uh the new shows otherwise i am working with multiple people on the music and art so my friend hayden is currently working on the kind of Steel's uh thumbnail art that you'll see for the podcast and it's looking really good. It's gonna be the film reel one, James, but you'll, once we have it out there, you'll see it once, uh, hopefully it'll be in time for the first episode. Otherwise, it'll be in the second. Uh, that's coming, so that's gonna be really cool. After that, he's working on our up to it, down to it cover. And then uh, El Paso Brandon's working on a rough sketch of the Suture Sidewatch cover in which Hayden will do the touch-ups for that too. And then uh, Ty, who we had on for the Mandalorian episode, uh, he is going to be doing music for up to it, down to it for the 15 second intro. Oh, nice. And then Cody, my friend who did the Sutra side talk intro we currently have right now that you listen to that the first 15 seconds is going to do intros for both Sutra Sidewatch and the DC, uh, podcast, the cut of steel. So, uh, I got a bunch of friends helping me out with those. So those are hopefully coming along and we'll have them all out within the next month or so or within this month and the next uh, depending on which uh one is for which but it's I'm, I'm excited to have like these changes going on dude it's gonna be fun
1: yeah i'm looking forward to the dc shows for, uh specifically just because like i don't know why like i hate half of those movies but they're still fun to watch and i don't know i think it's gonna be fun to discuss especially like the parts it's like what would we change
0: Yeah, it's fun, too, because I'm I'm very much like, I love it, but I also hate a bunch of things. And then someone else will say, I hate it. I'm like, only I can say that. (laughs) It's going to be that the whole time. (laughs) Oh, God. It's going to be fun. But all right. Uh, We also went, uh, I wanted to give all this because hopefully I won't be doing this every episode where I'm giving these fat updates. But I think that's the main fat update I wanted to give. Otherwise, we got a light news week, so we'll see how it goes. I know last time we said that for Soul, (laughs) where we thought we'd do Soul and other stuff, and it was just Soul, and I was like, huh, well, that didn't go as planned, but this one I think is even shorter than previous, but uh, it's honestly all DC news for movies and TV, and then we have one small snippet of gaming news with Killzone. There were, like, other minor things, but they weren't honestly even worth putting on here. Like, there's not really much of a conversation. Yeah,
1: I can't even think of any really huge news things other than, like political news that hit my radar this last week so yeah yeah otherwise first off we're jumping in now
0: so uh we're starting with the pretty much massive amount of dc movie news which it's funny because at least for the cut of steel we're not really going to be it's not going to be like some weekly dc movie news podcast because that would be like weeks where there's nothing uh though we'll see what happens after it's done like after we get all the episodes we want out there But for now, you'll find all of the actual news here, starting with this. Uh, James, we all watched Wonder Woman 1984, and right after its initial success on HBO Max in terms of at least views, uh, not necessarily the success and the criticism. Yeah, I don't
1: think I've heard one positive review about this movie. It's just not that good. I mean, it's not good.
0: It's not good at all. But anyway, uh, it's already garnered its uh, sequel. And we already knew Patty Jenkins had said, "Oh, I want to make a third one. It'll be set in modern day, and it sounds like it would be her last Wonder Woman movie. Potentially, like you know, all the superhero movies seem like at least for the individuals they do trilogies. So this would be the yeah. third and
1: final installment, except for Superman who got one movie. <sighs> just
0: fucking. Just, I just yeah. It's a whole. It's a whole. Anyway, uh, <laughs> save it for save it for the cut of steel, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so they already confirm They've already now greenlit. Uh, wonder Woman three basically ignoring the critiques and going straight through the amount of views and of course it was a bomb in the box office which was expected uh it didn't make yeah, too much but I it's also due I, to covid
1: yeah i forgot that it had been released in theaters at the same time
0: yeah i mean we don't have theaters open anyway so it wouldn't have made a difference yeah for us. that's probably why <laughs> yeah who knows i'm not sure what states and cities got them anyway uh it it's Going to be interesting, though, because, uh, as I said, we're not really going to talk about uh, Wonder Woman 1984 here. We'll eventually get to it on the DC show. Yeah. Uh, But all I got to say is, for this specifically, and, of course, Gal Gadot Gal Gadot's returning to Star as Diana, but just look at what you did good with the first one, look at what you did bad with the second one, and just improve upon what you have maybe introduce some new things that are good and make sure you don't repeat mistakes don't like try
1: you, to find some reason to bring steve trevor back again
0: don't yeah t- don't like i'll say the biggest thing it's a wonder woman movie make sure it's about wonder woman like just do that obviously if you don't you have a shitty movie so just make sure you do that like it's not that hard to just make it about the person that's in the title just do that just do it uh that's all i gotta ask for wonder woman three uh but that's the first tidbit the other was actually uh zach snyder related for her did you see that picture he released
1: no An explanation
0: what? oh my god okay so i want I you to i don't think so anyway i want you to immediately jump on a twitter and look at Zack snyder's twitter and look at his feed you'll find a Explanation for uh, Wonder Woman 1854. All right. And there's a helicopter going by. Hopefully yeah, I got a helicopter. Yeah. Also, since my room's still very reflective, it's even louder. So things get in here a lot more. And hopefully, guys, uh, once my room is all done, I won't sound like this anymore. I won't be like very reflective. And hopefully it'll be back to normal where it just sounds like less like this, basically. But oh. bear with me for the next bit okay the, you see that shit you yeah see that i picture? did see this
1: picture uh wonder woman 1854 i thought it was yes. a joke
0: no <laughs> so the whole thing about it was before patty jenkins i guess was on for the first film sex had made some stuff ready for her at least for her origin and oh. the whole thing was she had already been in man's world and 1854 takes place during the crimean war the crimean war and you see the picture there's like a scotsman yeah a samurai multiple it looks like a couple uh like a north african a more uh central african soldier there's like different soldiers from different parts of the world and you have her there holding three severed heads and it looks i didn't even notice that dude it looks so good i lost my i was like oh my god this is so fucking cool it, it's one of those things where it's like, say, like someone's like oh my god why would you have this and it's like dude it's the it's just so good it's so freaking good and it's also there's a american indian guy there too uh it it just oh my god it looks awesome it looks so awesome it looks so badass and i wish we had gotten this instead of the other two movies like i would have rather started with this and then have like world war one as the second movie that yeah. would have been so much better the and they need to do modern
1: yeah and then just ignore the 80s and do the modern one well, especially since one of the biggest complaints i keep hearing about uh wonder woman 1984 is that like there's no reason for it to be set in 1984
0: they literally did it for the i mean that's a, like like a, it's a whole it's a whole bullshit mess it's a whole bullshit
1: mess with that movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they tricked us yeah. so many they tricked us so badly and, i but, love that useless golden armor yeah, it was fucking stupid it was so <laughs> stupid
0: here let's advertise everything that's going to be shown in the movie for two minutes and that's going to be what we're going to bank everyone on and then you watch it and you're like that wasn't even
1: dude they got me so hyped with that so uh, um oh god what was that online convention called again uh fandom they got me oh, so DC hyped Fandome. with that fandom trailer and i was like it came- i'm really excited it looks really good and everyone was just like it's a waste of time
0: they really didn't even believe in the cheetah vis effects because they kept everything dark anyway yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, we're getting off. We're, uh, yeah. So She's his whole thing—back into it. <laughs> his whole thing is he says Wonder Woman is pursuing Ares throughout the world and like going through all these wars to the point where it makes her lose hope for humanity. So this is like this is supposed to be her without hope, and it's supposed to be yeah. then meeting Steve Trevor it reintroduces uh, like what makes her her. Ah. And I was like, why did? Why did we let other people work on this besides Zack Snyder? <laughs> just, let him, just let him be the Kevin Feige for the fucking DC. <laughs> God damn it. it killed me. It killed me. So, I was so just like, I can't even, I can't. We had, we could have had this and it's just another, it's like if this, fall, if this you just pile it, put it next to Ben Affleck's Batman movie and you're just like, I just want to, I want to kill somebody. <laughs> I can't believe it. But it's, it's just, sad seeing something so cool not happen again yeah oh my god it it just shows you how bad hollywood is at their jobs like they really don't know what people would really enjoy like they keep thinking they know what's best when they keep fucking up every single time it's ridiculous the
1: biggest problem is when you try to make a movie that appeals to or you try to make a movie that appeals to audiences that do not know the source material and then you just end up making a movie that generally doesn't appeal to anyone really yeah well, i mean there might be some exceptions to the rule but that's generally what happens that's why like almost every video game movie fucking sucks because they try to make yep. something that makes sense to people who haven't played the game so fans of the game are like this is terrible and and people who don't haven't played the game are like i don't get why this is good
0: yep it's a whole thing yeah oh, hollywood really is better their jobs though they they really don't know what they are. they never know what they're doing it's ridiculous yeah all right next up though uh, Batgirl and Static Shock. We knew those movies were in development or somewhat in development. Uh, like Batgirl and Josh Whedon, and then he left. Uh, I don't yeah, know if that's a bad thing.
1: Last we heard about Static Shock was that Michael B. Jordan was going to be involved somehow,
0: producing it. Yeah, mm. and <clears throat> sorry. Uh, most like it's it's sounding like because they they could be riskier films. So I don't really know what that means. Like I guess they could cross some lines that the other movies might not but because of that they aren't thinking of having them be theatrical films and instead be hbo max original films
1: so if they're calling them risky films i would imagine that that's the studio saying we don't know if there's a fan base for this so it would be too expensive to put them out in theaters why don't we just put them on hbo i think
0: it's like a it's a combo of that plus i think they're like uh, we don't know if we can garner the full audience for something that's going in this direction instead of the normal direction we take with the other yeah, films. Yeah, that's also possible. But also, either way, it's like, I mean, we get them on HBO Max. It's kind of cool. But at the same time, it just tells me that maybe they are not willing to take as many risks as we'd Trying hope. To, at least we're getting them. The characters. Yeah, which is really poor on their part, especially yeah, no, for I Static mean- Shock.
1: Yeah, Static Shock. Like, I he was one of my favorite uh, cartoons, like back when I was a kid, uh, just because like he was a new hero that I'd never seen before, and I thought he was really cool. And uh, Batgirl, like, you can't tell me that there's nothing interesting you could do with Batgirl. You can't. <laughs> they
0: they looked and they saw. Hey, look, a female led movie and a black led movie. Let's not put them in theaters. Yeah, which is fucking it's sad. Ironic. It's like, wait, you literally, it's right there. Because you just don't go, oh, yeah, Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey, that covers it. You keep going. You keep pushing out there. Batgirl contributes more to that. Static Shock is, honestly, for me, 20 times bigger than Black Panther. I'd be much more excited about Static Shock than I would be about Black Panther. And I'm like, holy shit, Static Shock is the character I grew up with. I didn't know about Black Panther until, like, God, I don't even know when. Like, that's also with the Avengers in general, though. I never give two shits about the Avengers. But, like, Static was actually part of my childhood. He was, like, that character that was so fucking cool along with like the justice league animated series batman and beyond and superman like those were the big things it was like all those characters specifically so if they don't put that in theaters it's just i don't know it's it's, another bad decision just another bad decision agreed and uh speaking of decisions ray fisher may be quitting as cyborg uh that's did not it's uh yeah that's yeah
1: yeah, I don't know what to think about this, because, I mean, it's kind of sad, because I thought he was okay as Cyborg in the subpar Justice League movie, but, you know, we keep hearing that, like, weird shit happened on set that he really didn't like, and that's why he keeps asking for investigations, and so far, we haven't heard anything.
0: I think they did, and they said they didn't really come up with much or whatever, or that huh. whatever was being handled was being handled, and it's, it's very much that we're being left in the dark on it. Um, yeah. And it's very weird the way it's been going on, because it's like he's been saying stuff. Jason Momoa has been backing him up. And others are like, I wasn't there. I don't know. And yeah. it's a whole it's just so weird. And it's like the report. For, it, it, the, this report comes like from Variety. And we know that he came back to film Snyder Cut. Yeah. Which he very much said, like, he's on a very good relationship basis with Zack Snyder. So they get along. It's just that he doesn't get along with Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns, and I think one or two other execs that work like, with Johns and stuff. But he says as long as Walter... Uh, is it Walter Hamada? What's, uh, what's his first name? The president, of, Yeah, Walter Hamada, who's the president of DC uh, Films. He said as long as the president's there, he will not be. Uh, hmm. From what it sounds like. Uh, this is what Fisher said. Walter Hamada is the most dangerous kind of enabler. He lies and WBPR's failed September 4th hit piece sought to undermine the very real issues of the Justice League investigation. I will not participate in any production associated with him. And it's going to be interesting because already it seems like this has had effects. Uh, first, uh, I mean like the effects so far, because you know we were supposed to have a, a cyborg movie eventually which yeah. that's in development hell or whatever but Especially now yeah mm-hmm. I even so more now but he was supposed to be in the flash at oh, least with the cameo or yeah. something but it says uh uh he apparently they removed him from the script of the flash mm-hmm. uh, uh recent uh, just now but he said this is from i think the Rep. but Let's see. Or I guess there was a rap... Ar- the rap posted an article about it, and then uh, Fisher tweeted... Uh, oh, he says he did not... Fa- okay, so this is where it gets interesting. Uh, sorry, I had to, like, get through it all to figure out exactly what he said. So he, I found his Twitter uh, for it, I think. And it's F- not his Fisher's
1: Twitter. Twitter, or the other guy
0: uh, ray fishers mm, okay but it sounds like he's saying the rap has falsely claimed it here let me sorry this is like it got confusing uh let me refine it again
1: uh, yeah i wonder if like ray fishers has ah, some it. sort of non disclosure agreement or something cuz he so far he just keeps saying that something happened but we haven't he hasn't said specifically So what does the article, uh, what does he say?
0: Okay, so the rap says, Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher, Ray (laughs) Fisher's cyborg written out of The Flash role won't be recast. So Fisher did a five-part tweet, uh, first part. I strongly suggest that the rap uh, amend this uh, article immediately. While I appreciate the reporter's undying desire to do WP pictures and Walter Hermada's bidding, it is (laughs) factually inaccurate. I did not publicly step down from anything. If WB Pictures has made the decision to remove me from the flash, rather than address in any way Walter Hamada tampering with the jail investigation, that's on them. The idea, the idea of removing the role rather than recasting it is only being used to try to avoid public backlash. The WB Pictures PR team has struggled to regain control of the narrative ever since they failed to bury me and the jail investigation with their September 4th hit piece, uh, which surprisingly, unsurprisingly, was written by the same reporter. Uh, more on WBPR and jo- uh, Joanna Fuentes later. <laughs> he says in parentheses, "The fact is, the Justice League investigation led to War- uh, Warner Media and its affiliates parting ways with Joss Whedon. Uh, Jeff Johns will be following suit. Uh, had Walter Hamada gotten his way, none of that would have been possible, and the cycle of abuse would have continued. My team and I are still in deep conversation with Warner Media." regarding all these matters and flash or no flash we fully intend to see this through i'll keep you all posted but in the meantime thank you for your continued support so you got what ray fisher says you got what the rap says you got what variety says some are saying he's been rented to the flash some saying he will not do anything while walter is there but at least it sounds like joss whedon was booted off for these things potentially jeff johns will be too but that's I don't think he'd leave the company because he's Jeff Johns. That's like it's Jeff Johns. Yeah. He's like he's like the biggest DC guy there. Uh, he would, I would, I don't know what they would do with it. Like, cause that hasn't happened. Jeff Johns is still there and I don't know exactly what they would be doing, but we'll see. It's, it's just interesting how messy this is and how many yeah, for he sure. said, she said is going on. Like personally, at least just by believability and Jason Momoa backing up as well. Like it's not one single person saying it. I am inclined to believe Ray Fisher in this. And yeah,
1: I don't know. Like, like that's the weird thing it's like, I don't really know much about Ray Fisher, but I, I have been a fan of Jason Momoa for a long time and he seems like a pretty upstanding dude. Uh, I'm just, what's confusing me the most is that this is to my knowledge the first time I can think of, that anyone's complained about Joss Whedon as a person or as a director. So, I don't know. I mean, it's not impossible that he could just be beyond, behind the scenes, like a terrible person, and just like all the production companies he works with are like hiding it. I don't know. It wouldn't be the first time in Hollywood that the, that that's happened. But like you said, it's all a bunch of he said, she said stuff. We yeah. we just don't know. All, all we know is that some people are saying – something bad happened and the other people were saying nothing happened. So I don't know what to think about this. It's really weird.
0: As as an average fan of this stuff, as of like the DC movies and stuff, it's easy. I think I speak for everyone when I say I'm very confused. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. Like what would
1: Ray Fisher have to gain from like trying to make drama where there is none? Like, yeah. Had, I, like that doesn't help his career yeah, he, i don't he, think he had <clears throat> excuse me he had a role as one of the justice league maybe not like the biggest member of the justice league but like he had his own movie lined up like eventually
0: maybe possibly yeah maybe possibly
1: <laughs> but so it, it just seems like it would make no sense for him to after his first movie be like i'm never working with them as long as these people are there cuz and like, unless something happened that at least bothered him. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. So
0: we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully. Uh, sorry. I honestly didn't know about the extra tweets there, but hopefully I'll have it better uh, organized for more when that eventually comes back up again. But yeah. So think what you will just keep on the lookout, I guess, for anything new for this. It's just hard to see what's gonna happen here and just like everything else this is kind of like a repeat a much different repeat but a repeat of like oh henry cavill's out of superman ben affleck was or is or oh, yeah, isn't how does is it? Bat- it's so confusing and no one ever has a straight answer and it's always like variety or rap or uh well, like hollywood I- reporter and all this other stuff they always are the ones that are like we're the source and they say it's official this allegedly happened it's like so is it official or is it alleged because you're saying both and you're also not necessarily 100 trustworthy it's not coming from the company itself so it just puts in more questions and they always obviously too they do it to get more clicks but it's just yeah. it just makes things even more confusing
1: but yeah. i mean at least yeah. for ben affleck leaving batman he did give an explanation eventually but it was basically just like uh, i didn't, my a friend of mine told me i'd he didn't think i could handle the stress of like directing and acting in another movie or another one of those movies so i just decided not to
0: yeah and speaking of variety james going on to our next topic which leaves the dc films and enters the dc tv shows Mm. (laughs) of cw specifically uh apparently uh green arrow and the canaries is already dead which that show was supposed to be a sequel show to oh, Arrow, yeah. and they had a backdoor pilot at the end of the Arrow series where it's it was supposed to be his daughter Mia, and her, I guess teammates would be the older Canaries of like Dinah and Laurel, like evil Laurel, but that's good Laurel now. So it's basically both Black Canaries there, and she teams up with them, and there's like other characters too that are like the kids of. The previous, it's like all the kids of the previous cast plus the two canaries from the, mm. the previous uh, show. So and literally just, like
1: a next generation show.
0: Yes, and it takes place in the future. Mm. Okay. Uh But apparently it's already gone according to Variety again. Mm. And it was announced pretty much like a year, over a year ago. And, oh God, it's been that long. I didn't even think about that, James. It's been hella long because like all the crisis stuff happened before all the 2020 stuff. So I didn't even think oh, about yeah. that. That's crazy. But it's hard to see what's going to happen now with that whole area. Because that was probably the more interesting of the shows that were coming. Because it's really like uh, Arrow's ended now. Supergirl apparently is going to... Uh, Supergirl and Black Lightning are in their last seasons. So the last two original shows you'll have is The Flash. Which, I mean, you probably can end that soon too. That's not it's that, that, that doesn't have anything going for it. I can't uh, believe
1: it's still going. Actually, right? It's I'm just so it's so it's whatever.
0: Uh, The Flash and DC Legends of Tomorrow, which honestly can keep going because they always change up the cast anyway and keep things somewhat fresh. It's also just cool because they they do weird stuff with it and it's so cheesy and it it's their best show because it doesn't take itself seriously. Whereas the others make up weird problems out of nowhere each time and you're just like, I'm tired of this. You did that last season. I. Uh, They've got. How many shows are coming? you got the Superman and Lois co- show coming, Superman and Lois Lane, which is a spinoff of the Supergirl show. You have the. You have Stargirl now, technically. Stargirl's is on there. Right. You have now a Wonder Girl one coming with Yara, Yara Floor, which that's far along. Right. Uh, or I guess a little bit far farther away. You have a Batwoman reboot somewhat, like now with the. Uh, 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 jessica i I forget her name but Um. she (laughs) she plays ryan wilder Uh, i don't i've never seen her in anything i don't know i don't know who she is uh but ryan wilder is supposed to be the character and she's the new batwoman and you have that's like this is going to be season two and you also have potentially a spinoff with painkiller who's like that younger anti-hero hero pretty much anti-hero for a good amount in Black Lightning. So each one is getting a spin off. Supergirl's getting a spin off. Black Lightning's getting a spin-off. Arrow was getting a spin-off. Batwoman's getting a reboot. Uh so like each one is getting something new besides Star Girl and Wonder Girl, potentially. So they do have a good amount to replace with. It's just it's it's interesting to see that we're not gonna see what happens there, even though they live a lot open. It's really weird because they have flash forwards and arrow that show what's going on. And then after Infinite Crisis or Crisis on Infinite Earths, they do a thing where now it's completely changed. And you're just like, uh, I'm very confused now of what's going on because they just like completely change it up. So it's like, here's a new future and we might get it. And then like right after it's like, this future was changed. Now here's the new, new future. And I'm like, but we didn't uh-huh. even, what, what the fuck just, what, what are we talking about? So... There's that, but now well, I guess we'll never see it. It's interesting though that they dropped it. I guess also it's probably due to the virus. They, they've they so yeah. slowed down on productivity that they're like, we just gotta uh, make thin things out a bit. At the end of the day, I, I, honestly, James, I think that was gonna be the only new one I really wanted to watch. Cause I think I'm gonna honestly attempt to just ignore all the new, like I'll see how the new season of Flash is. I'll check it out. But otherwise, I'm really just watching Legends of Tomorrow. I'm finishing off Black Lightning. Uh, I care not to continue Supergirl. Uh, I have no interest in the new Batwoman. And I don't think I'm going to care much for Painkiller or, like I said, Superman and stuff. So maybe all right, Stargirl and Wonder Girl, I might be down with. We'll see. But I'll check those out. Because Stargirl at least had a little bit more production i think because they she was at a, a dc universe she originally was starting there in that streaming
1: app oh interesting i didn't know yeah. that
0: so we'll see i don't know it's see at the same time you i've told you many a time i'm trying to just kind of transition away from the cw stuff because it's starting to just it's its own issue of that whole structure i despise which i'm actually looking forward to the mcu stuff on disney plus more it's eight episodes a season yeah and it's like it's just there's no fat it's just all lean protein that you get to hopefully ingest if it's like the mandalorian like that format it's good if it's like the netflix marvel stuff that's good those are like 13 episodes that's not too bad the dc stuff is like 22 episodes each one hour and it's just it's so fatiguing and they don't it's just boring it's I think boring and it's so fillerish. It's It's so boring. It's yeah, so fucking
1: boring. I, I honestly think that's why I fell off of them like a long time ago because I just got so tired of it fe- feeling like there are so many episodes where nothing really gets like pushed forward. It's just, yeah, yeah, I, gu- I guess the term is like monster of the week, especially for the Flash yeah. where they're just like, who does he fight this week? And it's just, you know... It, it does feel like what's the point of watching all these episodes at a certain point if there's so many that just either don't matter or are like essentially the same, you know, as opposed to, yeah, the MCU stuff like on Netflix uh, where it was, you know, 10 episodes or whatever and they told a specific story over the course of that season
0: yeah you can't do it anymore guys you already you already did it with your first season of era when it was the only thing there and you just watched him literally work out on that ladder that he kept flipping up yeah. on and the, the, the music's playing and you're like yo the show is so crazy <laughs> and now it's like yo y'all killing me though actually <laughs> please stop <laughs> it was different when it was one guys now you have like 20 so get out of here yeah but that is that is all the movie tv news uh jumping into the quick easy game news which is Actually, kind of disheartening, somewhat. Uh, Killzone's website for pretty much the entire series is being is ending. Uh, it's no longer going to be available. All of the multiplayer functions for it will be gone, including like the clan stuff, uh, which was I think its primary current use. Because I don't know if people really regularly visit the Killzone website for anything else besides multiplayer.
1: Yeah, I saw that on the news or on the um, schedule when you sent it to me, and I was like. What? Weird. Okay. I didn't even. I literally haven't thought about Killzone in so long.
0: Yeah. I mean, we know Killzone's always had multiplayer. Ever since yeah. uh, Killzone 1 in PS2, Killzone 2 and 3 in PS3, Shadowfall in uh, PS4, and then like uh, Mercenary with Vita. I don't think Liberation for PSP had it. Uh, if it did, I, I don't know. No, I don't but, believe it did. Uh, I played the first one's multiplayer a lot, but that was when I didn't have. Uh, online multiplayer, so I just played a lot of bots, and it was the funnest thing because I had no idea what online, online multiplayer was like. Uh, 2 and 3, I played minimally, uh, just because I think at that point, I was very much still wrapped up in Call of Duty multiplayer as well as the Resistance multiplayer. Those kind of yeah. kept me busy. And then Shadowfall, I just... I came in to PS4 a year late, so... I never stopped like it, pretty much sin- since I bought a PS4 to current day. I was always behind, so it had to be very outstanding for the multiplayer for the multiplayer to get to me. So I never really touched Shadowfall's multiplayer. It never was really a thing for me. I really bought the games for the campaigns and the stories, which is why I always enjoyed them. Now, with this ending though, they're ending its support, and it's weird because it's like they could keep it going and then they could uh, otherwise, they'll put it just the PlayStation now. But it sounds like the clan support is pretty much ending. The multiplayer will still be there, but it's just now you'll be very much more limited to just the game itself than uh, utilizing the functions of the website. And what I'm very curious and afraid to hear is if they're also just winding down on the franchise altogether. Because I, I think it did well, Shadowfall did well as a launch title because it was the first thing available. I don't know how it would have fared throughout the rest of the PS4's time, but now with the Horizon pretty much being so much more successful, and they have a sequel coming, it's very, very curious to see what comes after Forbidden West, what comes after the second Horizon game. Will we have a third Horizon game? Will it be a new IP? Or will we get a new kill zone? Because I'm, I'm afraid like part of me is afraid they won't actually bring killzone back and they might just like put it away for a while. And yeah. I would also see that happening because they don't want to risk something with like a shooter. Like Sony has become very PlayStation has become very much an open world type game, like it's very third third uh third person action adventure open world type stuff. And
1: I guess recently, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, pretty much PS4 for the most part and it's Gonna be interesting to see what they're doing now for PS5, because it seems like already the things they're winning us over with is are all the sequels to those successes previously. For sure. And I wanna know if they're gonna hit the shooter market at all. I mean, I really want them to come back with the resistance, but I think now that they have Insomniac and they might have a better direction, it's taken time off. Maybe this is I, I see two I see three things. Uh one, which is the worst case scenario, James. They don't bring back shooters at all. and They're just like, we're done. I uh, will use third party. And I'll be very, very sad because ironically, the shooters I like more than the third person uh, stuff any any day uh, because those were just what I really enjoyed about. It. That's what got me on the PlayStation with shooters. Hmm. And the other scenario I see is that they are shelving Killzone for now because it needs rest, just like they did for Resistance. It's been dormant since 2011. And I think what they might do is bring back Resistance and do what everyone's been kind of thinking they might do. Start with the Remastered Trilogy, kind of like everyone's been... They've done with, like, Spyro and and Crash. And, like, based on its success, they bring back Resistance... They do Resistance 4 with Insomniac. And that would be awesome, especially, like... Insomniac doesn't even need to just focus on Spider-Man and Ratchet. Like, they have Resistance. They have Sunset Overdrive. Like, they've got stuff under... They can just keep going. And the other scenario is that they are going to bring resistance, but they're also going to bring back Killzone after Forbidden West. And it's just going to be, it's just a fluke with the website. They're just like, ah, whatever. We just don't need it. And we could just stick things to PlayStation and whatever. Uh, But it's hard to say. Who knows? I guess we won't know. Honestly, James, we're not going to know for a long time until either they somehow actually went, oh, Killzone's just gone for a while which they never usually say they never say what people just want to hear they just go maybe even though we already know it's like a yeah it's dead but they just don't want to say it because they like to be cruel like that i don't know
1: yeah now that i think about it the two shooters that i can think of that were playstation 4 exclusive that were like sony first party were kills on shadowfall and um the Order 1886, which came out, like, yeah, still pretty cool. early on. It was a third-person shooter, but, like, yeah. uh, so, and it's weird. Yeah, like, neither of those have had a sequel since. And, I mean, it's not like they don't, they couldn't have sequels to them. They left them both with, like, uh, in a place where you can keep the story going. Definitely for Killzone.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Killzone, you could just keep going anything. Like, there's always something you could do with Killzone. Well, I just thought easily.
1: that, like... I really liked the uh, the campaign of uh, Shadowfall. I mean, to be fair, it's been a really long time since I played it, so I couldn't tell you like how it ended or anything. But I just liked the setup that like after kill zone 3, Helgen was like inhospitable, like more so than it was before. So now there's literally like a like what do they divide up? Half of like the uh, some ISA planet.
0: Yeah, they divide uh, a in half, and basically, it's the it's the Berlin Wall. They do the Berlin Wall. Yeah, it's the I, whole thing. It's like Cold War espionage on the Berlin Wall. That's I, the whole that premise of the so, game.
1: I thought that was so cool. I don't know why. I just I, probably because it like it was reminiscent of the Berlin Wall. It was re- which was a really interesting part of uh, the world history. So I don't know. I'd like to see Killzone come back. They definitely could, but yeah, we haven't heard about it in a while, and it it definitely doesn't sound good that the site has been. Uh, taken down uh, or whatever and I didn't even know that uh, like I'm not sure if I ever played the multiplayer for Sh- Shadowfall I didn't know that they had clans and I mean I, it's super impressive if there's still people that care that much about it even to this day and that game came out like what 8 years ago I mean uh, the
0: when it comes to multiplayer games at least the two companies that always are known to shut down servers are Sony and EA Mm -hmm. EA you will usually eventually shut down like sports servers for very much older games like they give you amount of time. It's like, oh, it's the four or five year old Madden or something uh, along with like older shooters and stuff like that. Uh, With Sony, like, you know, they shut down all the resistance uh, servers. They shut down the SOCOM servers, MAG, stuff like that. I think Warhawk, Starhawk. I think they've shut all those down pretty much anything that was on PS3 is gone. And I think... I'm pretty sure, like I'm almost positive, but uh, for PS4, because they said they want to keep supporting PS4 at least for the next two years or so, uh, I'd assume they'll keep things open. But I think once the transition really hits with PS5, I think Killzone Shadowfall will probably be the first one uh, to lose multiplayer functionality. Because for them, I think they just like to save money where they do when they when sure. where they can for that kind of stuff. Otherwise. Why would they shut off all those other servers before that?
1: I'm honestly you know? surprised that there's enough people. Well, I, I'm guessing that there's enough people playing War uh, Shadowfall that they would even keep the servers up at this point. Because I, I honestly like, like I said, it, this game is like eight years old. I'm surprised it still exists. Or yeah, it still has online features. So
0: it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. I like I said, I don't think we're gonna know. If Killzone's dead or not, it'll all depend on what comes after Forbidden for for, uh, for Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. After that game comes out, and then they talk about what's coming next, they'll either say, uh, third horizon game, new IP or Killzone. If it is if it's either new IP or Horizon three, then we'll know odds are we're probably not gonna see Killzone for a while. Or at all, depending on how things go. Because obviously we haven't yeah. seen so common resistance for a long time and uh, yeah. other things like like there's just a lot of stuff we've never well, seen come back so it's hard to say
1: the developer of uh socom zipper interactive doesn't even exist anymore
0: yep yep they do not unfortunately yeah. that was another sad portion but that's all of the that's that's it for the game news it was just that and that is it for all of our news james we've got yeah. a bit of time uh we could either go all the way to the hour and a half point or we could end earlier but we have time to knock out uh some of what we've been playing and watching
1: yeah um i guess just so i have more on my l- list for um the leftover specials thing i can talk real quick about what i've been doing in destiny like okay. i mentioned earlier uh that i've played iron banner this week and i haven't cashed in my tokens yet and i, I gotta admit like i think uh, i'm not 100 sure if the titan armor or if the armor sets that are in the iron banner right now are like old but like I actually ended up earning the entire Titan set uh, while just playing the game and doing the quests for the week and stuff. And, dude, it's super bland. Like, compared to some of the older uh armors, it's just, I don't know. I was like, man, I kind of wasted my few days playing this because I don't well, care about this.
0: It's uh, it's all of the – they've been rehashing the armor, basically. They, they've yeah. redone the armor multiple times. So it's not new armor. It's the same armor – uh that they did before I, i'm not, honestly not sure if they're on the i think honestly some of the armors they've done three seasons now the same armor for like three different times so yeah. it's just upgraded power caps and stuff yeah like there was uh at least as an example iron truage if i remember correctly for the hunters there was the version like from the 1.0 destiny 2 and then you know how like they changed all of the modifications and things yeah. after forsaken there was that version and then they made a third one I think. Mm. It, or it was like the opulent version. So they've done uh, two or three versions of that one and at least in terms of what we can use now, there's two that have lasted that like go beyond the power cap, which is the uh, one from last season from uh, season of the Arrival. And I forget what that one was called, but uh, the current one I have now for Hunter for this season is the Iron Will uh, armor yeah, set. I got that so- too. Yeah, so that's the current hunter one. Like the current uh, season one, which I feel like we saw either I don't know if I saw the one during the Shadowkeep season or the Shadowkeep year, or if it was the Forsaken year. I, I honestly can't remember, but yeah. I just know that one's back again.
1: So it's just at this point, I can really understand why a lot of the PvP community for Destiny is just getting really frustrated that it feels like Bungie has not been thinking about PvP at all. Uh, for the last like few updates let alone like at all with beyond light because i used to really really enjoy iron banner because it was like a really high challenge you know like high skill level version of uh uh crucible not quite to the level of um charles of osiris which requires like really really high teamwork but just now since uh stasis powers have been put in the game like that, all you can use is stasis. It feels like, and specifically those like ice wall grenades for hunters and titans. You have abilities that lets you just like run through them and shatter them, and it's so easy to get kills with those. It's like ninety percent of my kills now is, the, is that grenade. It's ridiculous. And uh, other than that, though, I guess one bright point. I finally earned my malfeasance.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. It took. Holy shit. Dude, it took
1: so long because like I one of the last requirements is to get either four kills in one invasion in Gambit or have someone else on your team do that like three times. And I kept getting so close. Like I would get three kills, uh, but like run out of time for a fourth one and like one time i got 4 kills in an invasion but the other one of the enemy team uh, members killed me before i my rocket launcher shot got to them so i guess the mm-hmm. the last kill didn't count even though i st- i technically killed them before i got back to my uh, my side uh long story short i don't know it's really interesting that it's a hand cannon that works specifically really well for gambit cuz it's like good against invaders good against taken and I think the main thing I love about it is its design. Dude, it's like one of the most beautiful uh, guns in the game. It's, yeah, it looks really cool. I really like it. Like that and Lumina are probably my two favorite guns in the game. And it's really weird because I'm usually not into hand cannons. So, so how guess, many
0: how many more exotic quests do you
1: still have? Oh, man. Um, well, I, it's not really a quest, but I haven't earned... Um, the cloud strike yet
0: yeah I, i'm missing cloud. i'm missing the uh cloud strike the pretty much the current season exotic armors from the lost sectors Same. and then the rocket launcher machine gun i forget what it is honestly <laughs> yeah uh, that's in the raid
1: i think i only have like one more actual quest i can't remember it's something to do with like a vex uh artifacts Uh, That you get on the moon, and I honestly do not remember. I haven't looked up to see what I'm supposed to do for that. Uh, Which one? was Divine Fragmentation. Uh, Why am I blanking on it? Uh, It's definitely a Shadowkeep thing.
0: It's not. Is it Divinity? It might be Divinity. Uh, It might be. It's probably Divinity. uh, Because that one you get through the. You have to go through certain stuff, and then you finish it off in Garden of Salvation. Yeah. So that's probably Divinity. All
1: right. So yeah. that's at least what I've been doing in Destiny. So you want to go on to something you've done?
0: Yeah, because I, I I feel like I'll save all my Destiny stuff for another day when I got like uh, everything else I want done, where I could really go through mm-hmm. like the remainder of the. I think closer to the end of the season before the next the following season comes out, I'll right. probably talk about it. Alright. All right, but uh, I guess how do we want to do this? Do we want to do a multiple from me or just one and the other?
1: I guess we could do a few for you because like I don't know how much time we want to spend on it because we we will probably do like the actual math for it for the the leftover special that we do at some point this month yeah but uh yeah I guess you could just go through a few
0: sounds good all right so uh first off I'll I'll knock into the 49 movies tv shows I got I'll keep saving the games I get I think for now until I get this movie tv list down a little bit more but first off I watched uh I don't remember what point of uh, the quarantine this is in. Like I'm I'm lost now. I think I'm in September, I want to say. September or a, I think it's September. Uh, pretty sure. It's probably September. <laughs> I'm gonna keep with September. Uh, son of Godzilla. So this is another show era Godzilla film. And honestly, James, I think it was probably my least watched Godzilla movie uh, out of all of them. Because it's it's one where uh it's like him and his son are on an island, and there's, like, other people doing some research stuff there. And it's got the least interesting monsters. Mm. Uh, which is why they put in so many. There's, like, multiple praying mantises that he fights. And then there's, uh, Cumunga, the giant spider. so uh, yeah. So, they take a lot of the footage here, too, and they put it into the movie. Like, it's weird. It's like, they had this movie, and then they had Destroy All Monsters, which is, like, the monster all-star movie. And then they have, uh, godzilla's revenge uh afterwards which is like the bowling movie and the the mm-hmm. godzilla's revenge is just well i'll get to that actually you know what i'll just knock out all three i feel like i could just knock out all three of those together right. um but uh this one it's very much in- it's interesting because it's another it's the only other tropical island movie we get besides uh horror of the deep abira like the sea monster one yeah so you just have people in the research place and they're like everything's bigger. And the, I think that's why the praying mantises got bigger, if I remember correctly. It's just a giant Pragmantises. And then uh, did the they spider. Like, did they just yeah.
1: film actual Pragmantises and make them look all big on the film or were they like puppets? No, they were just
0: uh, they were just another I think either puppets or suits. Uh, I think they're okay. puppets though, because they they're too skinny for a person to fit in. Yeah, yeah so it's just like Godzilla and his kid fighting them. And then I think it ends with them both freezing because they like do this crazy, they're, they're studying the weather or something like that. They're trying to control the weather and uh, that's yeah. why they're at this facility. And the movie, because each Godzilla, I think I've mentioned it before, but at least for the Showa era, they usually try to end each Godzilla movie where the next one could pick up like, oh, in and, and Godzilla Raids again, they get, he gets stuck in an iceberg. In uh, King yeah. Kong versus Godzilla, he comes out of an iceberg. And like you, so continuity. on and so on. Yeah. So for this one, it has him, like, frozen to where they can kind of, like, do stuff with them now. Uh, and it's funny because it leads into Destroy All Monsters, which is where they're all on a... Mo- it's are all the monsters from either previous Godzilla movies to uh, one-shot monster flicks. Uh, they all are put on one island where they could live together. And you have these alien people invade and stuff. And they do mind control. So it's another mind control movie where... All the monsters go and start wrecking the world like they, it's like oh Moscow Paris New York uh, Tokyo all the big places like they just have like all these different monsters attacking because these alien chicks are uh, controlling everything and they also control Ghidorah so it's very much monster all-star movie Everyone versus Ghidorah, which is hilarious because it ends with, like, that giant fight. And it's supposed to be, you know, Ghidorah is, like, the strongest monster. Yeah. So Ghidorah can beat, like, all of them. And what happens, though, is, you know, they eventually they overwhelm Ghidorah and it just turns into, hey, let's all just kick the shit out of Ghidorah. <laughs> so all the monsters just, like, you have, like, half a dozen monsters, or actually even more, like, eight monsters basically beating up Ghidorah. Because you have, dude, the, the list is pretty big. Destroy Monsters was supposed to be, like, that big, crazy holy shit box office movie, which pretty much worked well. I think the only one that beat it out was like King Kong vs. Godzilla because it's King Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah. But you have Godzilla, Minya, which is his son, who's also in Son of Godzilla. He's in like three movies and you never want to see him again. I know I don't. (laughs) Uh, Godzilla, Minya, Rodan, uh, Larva Mothra, so it's like the, not the full Moth Mothra. Yeah. Uh, You have those four, so you got the main ones there. You also have Anguirus. You have... uh, uh, Gorosaurus. Gorosaurus is from a King Kong kaiju one-shot movie. He's like a T-Rex substitute for Godzilla, because it's like, oh, we need them to fight some lizard, basically. Uh, Gorosaurus can do crazy, like, drop kicks on, on monsters. That's, like, his only power. He doesn't really have anything. Uh, they also brought in Kumonga from Son of Godzilla, so they bring Kumonga in, and then they have two monsters from their own one-shots, or actually three monsters from their own one-shots, but uh, Varagon, Varen, and, uh, uh, Manda. Manda's from Atragon, which we'll talk, like, all these movies we'll talk about eventually. Uh, I think I already talked about Varen the Unbelievable, which is that freaking boring-ass movie that I was like, holy shit, this feels like it's forever, even though it's not, and I want to stop watching it, but I have to finish it, and I'm so, I hate this movie so much, but Varen was from that, and it's funny because... Like, always watching Destroy All Monsters. I wanted more of Varen because he's just there, kind of floating, like, ah, Varen. You're like, what is the point of this monster? It doesn't do anything. And I'm like, I want to see what he's from. I want to see the movies and watch the movies. And I never want to know anything else about this monster ever again. Keep him away from me. Oh, he can no. go next to Minya. Just give him away. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh. So bad. Atragon was more interesting with Manda. Uh, his designs and all the different. All of his movie designs are different, like each time, which was interesting. He's also the slowest in this one, too. Uh, he's a lot faster in his own one shot. Mm, weird. For sure. And then Baragon is the only one that kind of. He's also barely in it. Like, it's funny because those three don't actually fight Ghidorah during the brawl. Like, it's all the monsters except for those three. Like, they don't do anything at all whatsoever. But uh, Baragon, at least, like he's remember frankenstein conquers the world
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's that monster so
1: yeah oh i remember that one yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: so he's at least cool i was like all right well he's in there at least but yeah destroy monsters was like it's really awesome it's just now that if you watch all of the movies that all the monsters are from you now see why some were just there for the for the roster and nothing mm-hmm. else they were like here here's to make the list bigger and so when you count it up, how many monsters is that, James? It's like Godzilla, Manda, Baragon, Varen, uh, Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, Minya, Anguirus, Gorosaurus, Kimonga. That's like 11 monsters. Mm-hmm. So they got 11 monsters in the movie, which is pretty... I think that's actually the most they've ever had in any film. That was the biggest one still to date. Actually, you know what, James? I take that back. There was one movie with more, and that's fucking Final Wars, but we'll talk about that Yeah, that's what one day like, in the future.
1: I was like, I could have sworn there, like... I have that on PSP UMD disc. I do. I'm getting rid of that.
0: I'm getting <laughs> yeah. rid of all my P. I'm getting rid of my PSP movies. I'm keeping the games, but I'm like, I literally have no use for these movies. I wonder who would actually take them. Yeah, policy. that was
1: one of those things where I, I was like cleaning. I was vacuuming like a week or two ago, and like looking around around my room, and I'm just like, you know, there's definitely shirts I can get rid of. There's definitely movies I can get rid of. Like I, I have like. DVD copies of things that I have Blu-rays of now. So like, why why would I keep the Blu-ray the DVD? Why yeah. would I keep the Blu-ray when I have the DVD? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
0: just don't think about it. James. Just buy, eat and forget. Eat and forget. Yeah. But uh going into the third film, uh I guess that comes out right after is Godzilla's Revenge, all also known as All Monsters Attack, and that's like the it's literally a giant bowling PSA movie where you have this kid who in his imagination goes to Monster Island and he learns about bowling from Godzilla and his son Minya. And Minya talks to him. And we watched it in English, so Minya also talks. did you also say talks. he
1: learns bowling from Minya?
0: No, bowling, how to handle a bully.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a bowling <laughs> PSA. Bowl, yeah,
0: B-U-L-L-Y, bully. Uh, I was you like, like so
1: confused. I was like, whoa, wait, what?
0: Yeah, it's Godzilla goes bowling for the Wii. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a kid that gets like picked on, sort of. It's like a, it's it's like a joke of shit, and there's like it's also a combo of Home Alone because there's two bandits that are like stopping the, that a kid has to stand up to. Also, it's a whole thing, and it's funny because this came out before Home Alone. <laughs> they break in and he's got a Godzilla. <laughs> uh, they watch it like, hey, we can make a good movie based on this. <laughs> uh, where's Macaulay Colgan? and? It's ridiculous because, dude, this is the one where Minya talks, and if you watch it in English, he talks like, oh, hi, it's me, Minya! Yeah, Godzilla's my that. dad! And I am i remember as a kid, it would come on, and it'd be like, of all the Godzilla movies, it had to be this sort am like, fuck! I guess I'll
1: watch it. I vaguely remember watching that at your place once, and just going like, this is a weird Godzilla movie. Like, it also has a very
0: Godzilla original that. monster that doesn't belong anywhere else it's only here and his name is Gabera. and he's the one that's like the laugh that's like Wah! and he like he's just so weird and it's like dude this monster is straight up just a bully psa monster there's no just never show him again and i don't think they ever did because he's just atrocious but it, it it's a very ridiculous movie i would highly highly suggest watching it if you want to get drunk like <laughs> make sure you get drunk and watch it otherwise you will be just there and i think at one point a plant attacks him cuz it's like a it's like he's watching godzilla and minya take on gabara the bully monster and they beat him and he's like yeah and then you see a plant come out and grab him and he's like oh no and then he flashes back to the dump the robber is grabbing him and you're just like oh my god this what? movie yeah and then there's like a painter that he knocks down and Get him covered in paint so he could look cool in front of the other guys. So it really just, in any way, it actually supports bullying at the end of the day because that dude didn't really do anything wrong to him. So he's just fucking with this guy. And it, it's just so, dude, it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. But it's, it's part of my childhood that it's just there whether I want it or not. And I don't think I did, but it was there anyway. <laughs> it wouldn't leave. So those were those three Godzilla. Also, one last thing. It was so ridiculous because they they take clips from Destroy All Monsters, from Son of Godzilla, from Godzilla vs. the monster and maybe another one. I'm not too sure. I think maybe a couple others. I'm not, uh, I don't think so. But I think it was just those three. And they take all those clips and put them in there. So you have the different Godzilla suits and they just look completely different. And you're like, all these different Godzilla suits in the same movie. So he just keeps looking different. Oh, that's weird. During these different clips. And I, you don't know, James, you don't notice as a kid. It just goes completely over your head. You watch it now and you're just like, holy shit. They got away with so much stuff in the 60s. It's not even funny. Like, I don't even know how they did this, but okay. (laughs) But uh, yeah, 60s and 70s, man. That was a crazy time. All right. Those are my three Godzilla movies, though, uh, that I wanted to... There's more. There's so many more, but that's the three I wanted to get done
1: because they're all connected. Do I want to keep going? We're at like an hour 10 now.
0: I think we could keep going a little bit more. Um How many more do you got? Because I know you want to save somebody.
1: I could talk about probably one more game. Um, So a game that I got like super engrossed in a little while ago. uh, Because and the weird thing is, it's it was already on uh, Game Pass, and I was gonna play it on Game Pass, and then it came on PlayStation Plus, and I was like, oh cool, I'll just play it on PlayStation. I played Hollow Knight, and. I I had heard people, like, rant and rave about that game, like, a while ago. and, But at the same time, I had heard it was, like, kind of just a side-scroller, like, a really good side-scroller Souls-like. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. I mean, I don't see how a Souls-like could translate to a side-scroller that well. But, dude, it's so good. They somehow, they picked the perfect parts of, like, a Metroidvania game. And the perfect parts that would work from a Souls-like and put them together. So it's like you have limited health. So if you don't pay attention to yourself, you could die very easily. And especially if you don't, uh, there are certain enemies that you definitely have to watch out for. And like, kind of like a Metroid uh, game, not a Metroid game, a Mega Man game, where especially during the uh, the boss fights bosses in some enemies will have specific, like, attack patterns and stuff. So if you can get used to the patterns, you can just get through, like, without getting a hit, uh, taking a hit. And I guess it's also uh, kind of the same for uh, Souls-like games, now that I think about it. Like, whenever you play, or at least when I've played Bloodborne and some of the Dark Souls games, bosses have very specific attack uh, tells and stuff like that. So you know, wh- like, which ones you can attack, uh, like when you have an opening to attack and when you should like run away and dodge and and defend and stuff like that. Hollow Knight had a lot of that. And, but like, I also just really enjoyed the, like the exploration of it. Like, so the part of it that's a Metroidvania is that you don't so much get new weapons and stuff. You always have just like this, the same sword Mm -hmm. and like you get spells to help you deal damage from like a distance or something like that. But The main thing that halts your progress in the game is like um, acrobatic abilities, like double jump and dash and stuff like that. And you get like a super dash at some point. So it was really cool whenever I was going around and exploring and I would find like a new ability. I'm like, oh, cool. Now where I can go to next. And I just really appreciated um, that the different areas in the game all looked very different and there's like one thing that i especially appreciated as an effect was like the deeper you go into the uh into the world like physically you start at the surface at like a town called like dirt mouth and you just like explore- <laughs> yeah you just explore around the uh like the caverns and stuff and the deeper you go like it gets quieter and quieter and like eventually you get to this area that's uh, called the abyss that's just super creepy. There's these dark shadow things all over the place and like, there's no music. It's just really eerie and ominous. And that's pretty cool. So where this is where it starts to become sort of like a souls, like where all like, there's definitely a story to be found, but it doesn't really straight up tell you everything. You kind of have to pick up things from environmental storytelling. Mm. And you know, like those shadow things that I mentioned it, what's really weird is when you die in the game, uh, you leave behind like one of those shadows. So it's just like it makes you question like, wait, is this where I came from? Like, what am I? And, you know, what? why does like there's this one character that keeps telling you that like you can choose to save Hollow Nest, which is like the whole kingdom or I guess they she doesn't really explain to you how you save it it's like you can either keep the curse going or you can break it and it seems like this the king of hollownest uh made some deal at some point to create this eternal kingdom and it like went wrong cuz eventually like people started going mad the, there's this weird corruption going all over the place so it feels it's feels like the um the overall moral is like things shouldn't necessarily last forever. Like, there is a time where things should end. Oh. And I don't know. I just, I really I enjoyed the exploration of the game. I enjoyed the combat of the game. The Some of the boss fights were really challenging but really fun. But, and I really liked that as you go around the caverns, you meet new characters, and then you, like, once you save them, you, they all go back to uh, the town of Dirtmouth and you could talk to them and you learn a little bit about their backstories and there's so many secrets in this game to find my only complaint is that there are definitely some boss fights in this that are just frustratingly hard like when I got to the final boss fight of the game I was so furious at it at how cheap it's it just seemed because like depending on what attacks the boss stacked up on top of each other, it could be either really easy or impossible to dodge. And so I can't tell you how many uh, tries I took to get through that last boss. Just like I was on the verge of completely just quitting the game. And it's it's one of those things where you can definitely ruin an experience in a game if the final fight is just like, unfairly hard and i didn't even do everything in the game like there's a, a a boss rush type mode thing somewhere in it that i i found and i just do not have the interest anymore to, oh, wow. go, to go back and do that because like and i've i've seen some youtube videos of people doing like the higher up boss fights and i'm just like dude no i'm not doing that that's unfair <laughs> like And I think part of the problem is that, like, it has a very animated art style. So every time you do an attack, every time you do a dodge, every time you do a spell, the character has a certain amount of frames that he has to animate through before you can do your next thing. And I don't know, maybe I'm just, I was really bad at timing that or something. But there were definitely times where I would pull the trigger on my controller to dash through an enemy. And it just, like, wouldn't trigger in time. And I would take uh, take a hit. And... I don't know. I I got so frustrated by the controls being not quite as tight as I wanted them to, specifically for like the really hard boss fights. Most of the game it wasn't a problem, but like that, those really challenging fights almost completely ruined my entire experience of the game, which is kind of sad. Damn but at the same time. So um I think it was called like Team Button or something like that. Uh the people who no Team Cherry, uh who made uh Hollow Knight. They actually uh, this game was kickstarted and one of the kickstarter goals was that they were going to make a um, uh, like a side DLC for one of the characters in the game. The, the one that tells you like that tries to help you save Hollow Nest or whatever. She was like another bug. Oh, that was another thing It's like this game is like you're all bugs. So it's kind of cute, but also weird and gross. <laughs> Uh, So I f- I think she called it, like the Needle Knight or whatever. Anyway, they made like an entire new game for her because they were like, we realized that her move set, based off of what she does in the game when you actually fight her the few times, is so different from what your the main character of Hollow Knight does that they just they were like it would not be a fun experience to just play Hollow Knight again as her. So we made an entire new game, and I actually might get that at some point. It's really weird because like I just finished saying like I was so frustrated by some of the boss fights in Hollow Knight that I don't want to play it anymore. But I do More want to play. But I do want to play the next one though. <laughs> I just might not bother with all the challenges. I feel like I feel like someone just
0: basically hit you and pushed you down and you like got back up and you were just like,
1: can I have another? <laughs> yeah, and it's one of the like for at least some of the boss fights, I was just like, I know this is uh, winnable like it has to be or else they hopefully wouldn't put it in, in the game so that's why I love Souls type games like I love a good challenge because it feels so good when you finally get done with it but for Hollow Knight for the true final boss or whatever I was just like instead of being like oh yeah awesome I fin- I finished it I literally was just like fucking finally I'm done <laughs> you're out of here man i'm done with you forever yeah. thank god what a fun Ugh. game i hope to never play it again <laughs> yeah so it's, it's there's a lot to like about it and i understand why it was a lot of people's like in in people's consideration for game of the year when it came out especially for a, an indie game but good god some of those fights were just it felt literally not challenging but just mean and unfair Okay. But maybe I just got to get good. I don't know. (laughs) know,
0: Wasn't that one of the free PlayStation Plus games?
1: It was. Yeah, that's why I I started playing it because I I meant to play it after a while uh, or for a long time. I just never got around to it. And it's also on Game Pass if anyone's interested.
0: I think I'll... I mean, I think it was on my queue of PlayStation Plus games to go through eventually uh, after I get through my initial backlog of purchased games. But uh, we'll see because I know I'll probably play bloodborne and demon souls remastered before i play this so at least i'll be experienced in that yeah. kind of style but all, all in due time but that's dude that's really cool i'm glad you enjoyed and hated it yeah. at the same well, time
1: definitely like as frustrated as it made me for team cherries i think literally their first game well done like holy shit they made a good game it's just re- it's really hard <laughs> Well, they got they got the work ahead of them
0: now because now they got the they got the eyes on them, I guess. Yeah, for sure. All right, I think I can do maybe one more. I think. Right. Uh, I'll go with another movie I watched, uh, Annihilation. Ooh, with I told dude,
1: yeah, dude, I really liked that movie.
0: That movie, holy crap, dude! This movie was so insane. I loved it, and one of my friends told me, like, oh, it's take stuff from like other previously done works at least the book took stuff from other books and i was like oh, okay well i watched her read those so i'll just stick with this i'm fine with whatever is here i love the designs the concept designs for like the the gator and the bear yeah the bear
1: creep the sh- holy shit the bear fucking- dude that bear is it's like spine tinglingly creepy
0: it, in the I think the hair is on the back of my neck when it's mimicking a person like that. That was yeah. I mean, like the whole thing of the, the movie where it's like, oh, there's anomaly is spreading through this part of the country. And if we can't stop it, it'll get to whatever. And it continues and continues and continues. And like you have a research team that goes in there because her boyfriend or her husband went through there already. And it turns out he's dead and she's having an affair with him. And it's like this whole thing, and I'm like, "Holy sh! What the fuck is happening?" Because the flashbacks were always just kind of weird for me, because uh, I, I just wanted to know what was still happening with the current thing. Because you could tell she was gu- she felt guilty for what she did. Yeah. And going through with like the 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 crew there, because you don't think at first they're all fine. I think how many people were there? It was uh, four of them, right? No, five.
1: I think it was five. Yeah.
0: And it's crazy, too, because it's got Natalie Portman. It's got... um, I want to say the woman from Jane the Virgin. I never really watched the show, but I think it's her. Uh, It's got... Who else does it have? I don't know who the older woman who's... Tessa Thompson was in it. Tessa Thompson's in it. And the other two, I don't know who they are. Uh, But you have like those five, and one by one, like it's crazy because I think the first one that dies is the... The one that's friendliest with her, the other research woman who gets dragged off by the bear. Yeah. and She's screaming like, help me, help me. And that's when the bear comes in the house and is like, help me. And you're like,
1: oh. Well, the, and like fuck. first, it like it did that call outside the house. And so like another one of the people was like, oh, my God, she's still alive. We got to go save her. And then like she runs outside and you just hear like another scream. And oh yeah, because
0: that's a uh, because she thinks the whole thing was like she went and looked for her, or uh, Nelly uh, Nelly Portman looked for her and she couldn't find her. Oh yeah. no, she did not find her. I think she just found her like pretty much dead, right? Yeah. And uh, she comes back and is like, "Yeah, the bear killed her." And Jane the Virgin was like losing her mind. She was like becoming super uh, super paranoid to the point she ties them up. And that's when the bear comes in and then she gets fucked up by the bear. I don't think she gets killed by the bear. Like, she gets up and starts fighting it.
1: Yeah, as she was, like, I guess dying, she just, like, decides to take out the bear before it can, like, hurt everyone else. And I I don't know. I can't.
0: Or she just wanted to kill the bear. She's like, like you know, either way. Either way, she wanted the bear dead. And they both pretty much die, like, her and the bear. But it
1: was just insane. It's also creepy that that bear looked like it was missing half a face. Dude, it was
0: dude, it was cool. It was so cool. Was like scary. the
1: designs for so many things in this movie are so so interesting. Like that field of like plant people.
0: Yes, and also the Gator itself, like when it opens its mouth, it's got like a crazy it's got, like shark teeth
1: and they're like yeah. that's not possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was incredibly freaky. So the, the designs for the animals were really cool and i think uh, a comic book artist jock did the design for the the gator too because you showed mm-hmm. concept arts for it and i remember seeing the concept art before the movie so all i knew was i want to see an alligator in this movie and I, I was so excited to see it and tessa thompson turning into the freaking plant person also yeah that was creepy it, and it's and... crazy too because it's like no matter it's like the anomaly once you're in there it just starts fucking with you. It's like, oh, I'll just start yeah, doing that... all this
1: stuff to you. It's fine. Dude, that scene where they find the, like, the memory card from the camera. That, oh, from the previous and they go team, to, like, the pool. And they, like, cut that dude's stomach open and his guts are moving. Yeah. And they, like, one dude, like, puts his hand, like, in the, like, intestines to show that they're, like, sliding over his hand. And it's just like, ugh, what the fuck is happening? And, yeah, just, dude, like, I was mesmerized by the uh, the design of like what happened to that dude's body like he became a fungus yeah and like his body just kind of seemed to like crawl up the wall like so his legs were still in the seat but his chest was like 10 feet up the wall and his head was like extending out from his chest as well it it was like beautiful but terrifying
0: it's crazy too because the anomaly that's like once you're inside of it it just kind of does what it what it, it just does what it will to you yeah. and what's scary about it is like you can try to get through but it kind of chooses who do, like it just is like oh you're you're just no matter what you do you're not going to make it you're just going to turn into a plant or you're going to turn into a fungus yeah. or you're going to go insane it's like it's already in its own like, way playing god it's and it's some- scary as hell
1: like it somehow was trying to like merged the genetics of like everything within the the field or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, to it's, it, make it really was it was new. just like
0: what if I did this and this? Oh boy. And it's like you're literally just fucking everything up, but okay. And uh the woman I think isn't she have cancer, the head of the team?
1: Yeah, and she's like I feel like I've been cured while I'm here or something like that.
0: Yeah, and she makes it to the end it's like that that beach house or the lighthouse i think it was a lighthouse and uh you see like on the beach there's like what was it it's like all this crazy shit on the beach there's
1: like crystal trees and stuff
0: yeah and i think that's it's supposed to be the whatever came from space crashed into the lighthouse yeah and that's where it starts off and you find out like throughout the whole thing like Oscar Isaac is the husband of Natalie Portman. And throughout the entire movie, his team, you see that his team also died getting there too. Oscar yeah. Isaac's the only one that makes it. And the anomaly is so crazy that it starts mimicking a person. It's like, once you get
1: there, it's like, your award is I become you and I'm going to go live your life. Dude, that entire... Yeah, that was super weird. But that, that entire segment where she's like going into the alien tunnels and it's all like organic looking and she finds yeah. that like weird shapeless form thing that's constantly like going in and in, inside of itself and stuff like that and like do the sound effects and the music for that scene i was just like wow this not, this sounds cool it looks so cool but also scary as all hell cuz yeah. it's like i don't want to be near you at all and then like when it starts to take on like a humanoid form but like without any actual features and stuff it's like it looks so creepy like it's like a metal yeah. person kind of thing but not quite and, yeah, just, like, that scene where she starts to move around and it's mimicking her, mu- m- like, mirroring her movements and just becomes slowly more and more like her. It was so weird. That, and she figures out that, like, the scar, like, the, the uh, scorched body off in the corner is, like, that was her husband. Yeah,
0: he literally killed himself with an incendiary grenade. Like, somehow. Or was it a flare? Was it a flare gun or an incendiary it, grenade? It looked like
1: it was an incendiary grenade. Yeah, and somehow, like the the mimic, got him to kill himself, and like tricked itself into thinking that it was him,
0: which was insane. And that's like he's already out in the he's out in their world currently. Yeah.
1: Well, he's in under under
0: uh inspection by like the government and stuff, but he's like out of the anomaly, and that that part is just so freaky too. Because then it tries to do the same thing to her.
1: And she ends up beating it. Well, that's what's I like the ambiguity of that. that Like, it seems like perspective wise, she does end up killing it. But at the same time, when she gets back to base or whatever, and she talks to what she knows isn't her original husband, she's like, you're not him, are you? And he's like, no, I don't think so are you her or whatever? And she just kind of like, she doesn't say anything. And you're like, oh, did, did she get out? I don't know. <laughs> Cause her eyes start glowing too. That too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it's the that. whole, it's very, it really leaves it up to you. Cause you're like, is it her or is it, is she evolved as well coming out? Like, True. is it just the change that happens? Yeah. Uh, that's the big question. Either way, I guess they're going to live together and wasn't it i forget uh, this is this part i don't forget uh, i don't remember did she stop the anomaly like does it disappear or is it still coming
1: yeah it seemed like what she did stopped the anomaly or at least it stopped expanding
0: yeah because it was the whole th- the fear is like oh eventually it'll basically overtake the world yeah they literally say like
1: up. G- given its rate of expansion we have like this long until it takes over like the entire u.s and then this long till it's like the whole world
0: Imagine it taking over the sea. This that would be scary as a That's So creepy. Oh, Literal God. sea
1: monsters. <sighs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and it was really freaky when uh the team leader is in there too and she's like it just comes out of her, like it went into her and it just comes out and she like just kind of implodes or like uh shrivels up. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, it just leaves her body and it was like, she's like, ah, it was like, it was freaky as all hell. I don't even know how to describe it, but yeah. Because how does she destroy it? She uses a grenade, right? Or yeah. an incendiary?
1: Yeah, she basically tries to do the same thing with the incendiary grenade, but like, like we just said, it's really unclear if like the mimic made her think that she was giving it the grenade or if she actually did hand up, hand it off and like run away and what. And who did leave was the original Natalie Portman character. But she's just like, I don't know, changed somehow because of the anomaly. I mean, everyone
0: else seemed like they were changed by it anyway. So it makes sense, too. Yeah. But, dude, that movie was crazy. I-, I loved it. I-, I really liked it a lot. It was just freaky. And I was like,
1: oh, that should never happen.
0: It'd <laughs> <laughs> oh, be freaky as all hell.
1: Yeah. But it's uh, really cool. It, I believe it counts as a cosmic horror type movie where really where cosmic horror as it's been described to me is something that like it scares you because you don't understand it like it leaves so many questions that like the questions are what scare you um so like uh, a lot of lovecraft stuff uh okay like eldritch chairs yeah like like eldritch gods that like literally cthulhu like makes you go insane because you cannot comprehend him like that's the kind of cosmic horror stuff Uh, and that's there's definitely hints of that in this movie where like they never explain what the anomaly is or where it came from or like what exactly its point was like why did it make a copy of oscar isaac's character but it's those questions that give you the goosebumps that you're just like i i don't know and that scares me
0: we did it we we've survived this anomaly and we're both part of the anomaly what should we do now well let's go experience earth we're going to denny's oh boy (laughs) (laughs) no oh denny's but dude yeah it was it was a crazy movie and i think that's a good one to end on oh yeah so I think we got a little. I got four movies out, James. I think that's a, a good little. I got a couple. It's games. a good appetizer to the big episode, which I think we'll see. So it could be next week. It just I think it depends on if we. It depends on the. I think I'll just choose whichever news week has just. It's like barren like this week, but even less barren. Right. So the most barren news week, we'll just do that as the special. And if nothing comes up, then we'll just do the final week. Sounds uh, good. Of January, one of the two. Uh, but that has been Sutra Side Talk. Uh, of course, you can contact the show by emailing us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. You can either uh, send us questions we can read on the show, or you can give us any feedback, positive or negative. Uh, once again, sutrasidetalk at gmail.com, and you can find it in the show notes uh, on your respective platform you're listening on. And, of course, you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at sidetalk. You can can also follow James on Instagram at invaderjim124. And you can follow me on Instagram at gogocomzilla. Uh, Of course, you can subscribe on various platforms, uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, various others. There's so many now. But if you do, please, of course, uh, subscribe to us, follow us, whatever it is. If you can give us a five-star review or a like, whatever it is that kind of says to support that show, that would be fantastic. And if you can, please share us with others, whether it's word of mouth, via social media. And of course, if we tweet something, please, if you can retweet it, or if we uh, post something on Instagram, if you can add it to your story, those are the best ways you can help us out just by spreading us to others. So other people can, and my phone dropped, other people can take a look at it. So it's like I got my phone on my leg. So that way, if there's any vibrations, it's not like on a surface that will record it. And sometimes it just slips because I let go because I'm finishing up here. Uh, Stupid
1: slippery iPhones, but they make like
0: glass. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing it never breaks. But, yeah, that's uh, the show, and we will be back next week again, either with news or potentially uh, our backlog episode. It all just kind of depends on how the news goes. Otherwise, we'll have a pilot episode of Suture Sidewatch out, and up to it, down to it, number four, which will be on... Uh, redoing movies that we think could have been better. So you got all that coming. Plus uh there's commentaries I'm on for Apollo City Comics if you ever want to listen to those. Which dude, this take up so much time for me. Those like my Friday nights now are just doing those movie commentaries and I'm like, I want a normal Friday night. Hmm. But it never happens. But yeah. Otherwise we'll see you throughout the week and next week. Catch y'all later. Thanks for listening.